Hi guys, so today we're going to start off with reading a, a few paragraphs from The One Being, and it talks about awakening and how we can get out of the illusion, again, which is something that um, most spiritualities aim for, at least the ones that I'm familiar with, like The Course in Miracles and The Vedas. Um... And this, this, these paragraphs speak about how we only have about 200 years on Earth time to, to kind of get it. If we don't get it within the 200 years, it explains in another section that we will be reincarnated on a different planet and that we would continue our work there. And that planet is behind. It's still, I think it says it's still in the Stone Age. So when we incarnate as beings of that planet, we would be the ones showing or like, um, we would, yeah, we would be the, the beings, the more elevated beings showing the beings that are already on that planet how to evolve. Um Again, it says that we have, I think it says that we have until 2,228, the year 2,228, to get it, to kind of, let me just read the, the, the few paragraphs here. It says, <clears throat> okay, I'll just start at the beginning of the page. <clears throat> The negative discarnate energies also will be eradicated. They will not be able to reincarnate on planet Earth because the humans will have elevated their own and planetary vibration. Thus, there will be no room for them and much less the opportunity to incarnate. My children, you have a little more than 200 years to awaken. We have sent you much information. Those who do not want to see are blind. Those who do not want to hear are deaf. We have nurtured you. We have nurtured you. We have watched over you constantly. We have never abandoned you. But you have insisted on merrily living and not existing. Wake up. To awaken, you need knowledge to awaken, understanding to accomplish it, love to record it eternally. When we speak of knowledge, we are referring to your true existence as human beings who can live in harmony, peace, hope, love, humility, brotherhood, unity, fellowship, beauty, sincerity, truth, clarity, and realism. You already know how to do this. Do not let the sick, do not let the sick negative energies dominate you. Fight against this sickness that has only given you pain and suffering. Do not allow thoughts of low vibration enter your minds. When you feel the negative energy wants to dominate you, drive it out. Do not let it get into your hearts or your minds. Thus, you will go on re-educating yourselves until you attain freedom. We can, we can give you the techniques, the teachings, and the knowledge, but everything depends on you. The effort, the belief, the willpower, the steadfast steadfastness.
It is not a matter of exercises, rituals, chants, and everything you do to attain elevation. Of what use are the chants, rituals, and prayers if you do not understand the source of all of your ills? The cause lies in sick negative, under, sick negative thoughts. <clears throat> that is where the real sickness begins and real healing starts with knowledge to understand the causes of the sickness. Once you understand and want to heal it, you love yourself. This is the only way you can heal yourself. Until you discover this, you will always be suffering and running around in a vicious circle. Okay. So, I don't know. This paragraph, I mean, this page just really spoke to me of the importance of doing the shadow work or what some people call the shadow work and really understanding that the suffering the pain the even physical illness it all comes from our negative thoughts it could be negative thoughts about ourselves about others about even just people you know like i don't know i have i get the news on my phone there's so many articles just people like bashing on each other just like online, <laughs> you just go online and like there's all these like hateful comments about each other. And, you know, like I love what it says here because sometimes we get caught up, right? Like, oh, I don't know. I see this, this like hatred going against people who, who have expressed hatred towards other people. But at the end of the day, what does that really help? Like, what, what does that really do you're just repeating the same like it says here you will always be suffering and running around in a vicious vicious circle i mean that's that's the result of hating because i think people want to use the excuse of like well they're you know like little kids this i mean if you really look at it 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 sounds like a little kid right like well they were doing it first right? They were hating first. They were the ones that are bad people. I'm just over here being the good one. But at the same time, I'm, I'm treating them how they treated the other people, which I hate, right? It just, I don't know, it just seems so. And I keep seeing this everywhere, like online on, you know, like videos, um, newspaper articles, it's just, it's a little insane, to be honest. And, it, and you know, that's our job. That's our job to realize that this is what is leading us into sickness. This is what is leading us into suffering. This is what is leading us into all of these. You know, and like people don't make the connection that when you do that, it will come back to you, right? Like the law, the law of cause and effect, it has to come back to you. Even if you think, you know, this is the unconscious right like that's this is what it says here right like those who who do not see are blind those who do not hear are deaf like you have heard this before this is not the first time that you're hearing this this is not the last time that you're going to hear it you know there's somebody in your life somebody you know and if you're listening to this show then you're probably that somebody for a lot of the people around you right and you keep telling them and you keep telling them or even just practicing right like when people are like bad mouthing each other and then you kind of say like no like let's change the subject right or whatever which i sometimes do <laughs> and then people just kind of like look at you like what the heck you know or like they don't believe it 
and that you're really like not wanting to talk bad about another person I don't know it's just it's like this cycle like right like how I just read too like it's this vicious cycle that keeps going on and on and on and on and on right but you know like these are the keys right like and you know the other part of it maybe we are doing all these like rituals which i do sometimes because i feel like they help me um you know but it says that even those things are rituals are chants or whatever we think that is spiritual it's not going to help us that's not you know that's not the core of spirituality maybe you want to see it as your spiritual practice and maybe it helps you to stay in a better mood to stay more aware to have mindfulness about situations in your life but that doesn't mean that those things by themselves are going to right like whatever you want to call it ascension awakening um are they're gonna save you right like those aren't the things that are gonna save you in your life or spiritually right like that's not wanna that's not what's going to allow you to transcend this low frequency low vibrational energy that we're living in in this planet right like those things are the only thing that is going to help you is when you have the knowledge so maybe reading books like this right like or you know self you can see it in people around you, you, you understand what's going on, right? Like you're just not, you're not mindlessly going around reacting to everything, right? Like you're inputting some mindfulness into your life, into your, your relationships, into your thoughts, especially your thoughts, right? Um, And then, the uh, the next thing would be the understanding to accomplish it okay so now we know what we have to do right like now we know that we can't have even we can't even really have bad thoughts about other people right because it doesn't and you know i hope that we all understand this that it doesn't matter if we have thoughts negative thoughts or if we actually speak them it's the same thing it doesn't matter if you're just thinking them or if you're saying them to other people the universe doesn't differentiate between your thoughts and your the thought energy and the speaking it out loud you know like the speaking out loud is just for us humans that we can't speak telepathically but if you're just sending out this signal of negativity through your mind it's gonna come back to you as well right so we have to work at you know the if, if we're still there then we have to work at the at the first thing right like we have to understand this we have to develop our mindfulness and i think here this is where like the rituals come in right like the meditation the meditation really does help me to slow down my thoughts enough where i can edit not edit them simply just be in a more understand whatever it is that you do right like some people use writing some people use um, meditation music like it says chants all of these rituals that we can use to increase the mindfulness right to increase our ability to be aware of our thoughts of of our emotions because sometimes we get lost right like we might be moving really fast um we might be you know busy all the time we might be caught up in we get caught up in it too, right? Like, because everybody around us is in it. And, you know, you get trapped, you get and that's when you have to be like, No, 
I need to go do my meditation or I need to get away from these people. I need to whatever it is that you need to do to get yourself there and to be able to, again, lead yourself away from the negative thoughts, right? And sometimes they're so strong, this virus energy, this negativity, that it just kind of like latches onto you. And, you know, that's when it really like, I mean, that happened to me like a, a month and a half ago where for two days I was just feeling super bad and, you know, like stuff at work and just like all this stress, all of this, you know, negativity, and I had to kind of rise above it, right? I had, I was like, no, I'm not going to stay in this frequency. I need to, I sat down, I meditated for an hour, I did like positive writing, I, you know, did my rituals, I did my candles, I did, you know, but it, it, it wasn't just that I sat down and, you know, it was my intent. I'm going to intent, I'm with the intent of, you know, going into the positivity and kind of, you know, if you, again, if you, I love Abraham Hicks because it, they have really simple techniques that can help you. They call it like the vortex, start the positivity, right? Like start it, start it, start it. And the more you practice it, the more you practice it, the easier it will be. Even when things are going really bad, right? And then that that goes again into the knowledge, right? The, the knowledge to awaken. I know that these thoughts are bringing me down these emotions are bringing me down, that this situation which I find myself in is bringing me down. And I have to look at it very objectively. I have to look at it very, you know, um, I have to look at it from, again, a bird's eye view. And I'm gonna try my hardest to bring myself to, first of all, maybe incorporate these things, right? Because if they're happening to me, then they're somewhere inside of me, right? It's a reflection of who I am. So if they're happening, first of all, we have to acknowledge that they're inside of us, that a part of us is still trapped in that frequency and that vibration, and we have to transmute it. And by acknowledging that, that it's not them, it's actually me. And I'm not saying to blame yourself, for everything, this isn't about blame, right? This is about being to objectively look at the situation, at our emotions, at our thoughts, and be able to transmute them and be able to bring them into the light. And when you do that, you're helping not only yourself, but everybody else around you, right? Because you're no longer going to be in that vicious cycle, how it says here, right? Like, you're not going to be propagating this negativity, this this darkness, this virus energy that's keeping us trapped here, right? So, and then the last one would be, uh, I mean, again, the next one would be the understanding to accomplish it. So now we know what to do. We're doing it. I have the understanding and I know what I need to do. And the the last one would be love to record it eternally. So this is when you finally you know, break out of it and you bring in, like I was saying, like we transmute it into the light and that's going to produce love, right? Like that's going to produce love for the situation. And I think I, I kind of touched upon it, upon this on my last, um, on the last episode. And, you know, I think that's the final result, right? And if you read this, um, the book and actually it, it talks about that how love is like the child of um 
of I think it's a, I think they call the like father would be energy and mother would be I forget the terms that they use to describe it but the end result is love right like the third the third one would be love and that's what we're trying to produce here we're trying to be that fa father and mother to ourselves we're going to rebirth ourselves right and this is what people call alchemy this is what transformation is about this is what you are here to do <laughs> like this is your one purpose on earth right and it's so hard maybe sometimes because we get caught up in the values of the world right and this virus energy that's all around us this negativity and we only care about how we look what we have how much money we make which in of themselves are not bad you could be the most attractive person with the most money and still be really spiritually evolved or you could be you know the ugliest dirt poor pers person and you would you, that has nothing to do with how spiritually evolved you are so just to keep that in mind it these other things that we value as people of this time on planet earth are not they have nothing to do with our reality like beyond this illusion that we're living in um Right, and then a few other things that I want to touch on from this, um, from these paragraphs, right? The two hundred and the two hundred years to awaken, and again, the information is there. All you have to do is look for it, and once you understand, want and want to heal it, so it's not only that you want to understand, it's that you are gonna want to heal it, right? Like we're gonna have to do the work. Um, this is the only way you can heal yourself. Until you discover this, you will always be suffering and running around in a vicious circle. Um, right, so I think we pretty much hit all of the points from this. Um, but, you know, again, this book is amazing <laughs> it really does touch upon a lot of things that they're just confirmation to me because i've heard them from a lot of other sources and my search for understanding um again it's called the the one being el ser uno the one i think it is the one being it's called el ser uno the arcana of thought um the arcanum of thought um Anyway, but it, it speaks about what's going to happen to um, the souls that are incarnated right here. If you don't make it, again, you're going to be sent off to another planet. The beings that are here that make it, that awaken within these 200 years. So we have, what, like maybe a few more incarnations to go if you haven't made it already, you will come back within those 200 years. If you're one of these people that are just really, really negative and you're not doing your work, you're not going to be allowed to reincarnate on the planet because it all has to do with how much, how how fast and how advanced we can get. You know, like there's people waiting to incarnate on the planet. And there's only so many bodies here, right? And they're waiting to reincarnate so they can do the work 
so they can progress. And if you're just one of these people that you're giving the incarnation and you're not doing your work and you haven't, whatever that work might be for you, then we, then you're not going to be allowed to come back. And you're probably going to be one of those people that gets sent off to the other planet. Um, and it says here that once you do reincarnate and you do your work, that you are, you either in, are going to incarnate in a more advanced Earth-like planet uh, to continue doing your work there so you can keep on moving up through the dimensions or through the densities. And again, this is such a big confirmation for me because I just finished reading The Law of One and they talk about all of this. This book has so much more details about it that, but at the same time, they, they're using like language from that book. They're using um, a lot of, you know, the same information, which is great. And again, if maybe if you, if you've, uh, if you're subscribed to Gaia and watch maybe like Corey Good and David Wilcock, they talk about all of this too. So it's just like three um, sources that kind of, I guess, correlate all the information. And this book is also really helping me understand the Course in Miracles more. Um, I never really understood what it was <laughs> trying to say about because it doesn't touch upon that right like it says like once you're out of the illusion that's it but it also says that as long as you're perceiving that you're a body or that something is outside of you then you're still in the illusion and they actually talk about this in this book that here on planet earth alongside other seven planets we're in this like low density belt energy belt and our information was distorted because we were created as you know like we were created in the image of our creator right like we had all of these like perfect um perfect bodies perfect mindset perfect thoughts and when beings came here to study the planet and populate the planet they got distorted and then we were quarantined because we we couldn't we couldn't leave anymore because we were going to spread this negative negative energy across the universe so eventually we forgot i don't, don't want to spoil it for you but it's really it's really interesting i was reading a lot of it yesterday but i just thought that i should mention these because, I mean, these are the the cornerstones of spirituality. Like, I mean, this is what, if you're a spiritual person, um, our goals, right? And, I, you know, it's something that I feel I have seen before or I understood before. It just outlines it really clearly, right? And I don't know if this rings a bell to you or if this makes any sense, right? But this is the purpose, right? Like, this is the goal. And again, you can link it to a lot of other areas. For example, I was I was reading this, and I just kept thinking about um, the clients at the clinic. I work at a mental health clinic, and, you know, like, they're, that's where, why they're there, right? Like, if you're, like, into mental health or, you know, healthy living style um, or any of these, like, self-help which is 
you know, that is spirituality, even if we call it something else, even if we call it mental health or we call it self-help or we call it, um, you know, spirituality, then it's all addressing the same thing through different avenues. So, yeah, there's books like these that are for wackos like me that want to know <laughs> about aliens and planets and all these things, right? But at the core of it, it's pretty much the same thing and spirit is gonna speak to everybody at their level so even if somebody is not into these things you know like talking about aliens and planets and energies and whatever if they're still doing the work through i don't know a self-help book or through mental health or through um different strategies that people develop to heal their unconscious mind, then they're still doing the work. And that's the important part, right? So again, it, and it doesn't mean that just because you're into aliens and you're doing, and you're like watching Gaia and you're all into this, you know, neo agey stuff and, um, you know, just into crystals and, into things it the, all of that doesn't mean that you are a spiritual person like the true spirituality comes from the transformation of your thoughts right of doing the work because sometimes we want to get lost in that too in that oh look at me i'm this light being right like peace and love peace and love but when you're just which is good i mean you know and that's not up to me to decide if it's good or bad but you know, you are here to do the work, right? And if you just focus on the positive and, you know, something bad happens to you and you're like, oh, peace and love, peace and love. If you're advanced enough to do that and it really doesn't affect you, then, wow, like you've made it, right? But if you're, if you have any negative emotion, if you have any negative thoughts, if you're judging other people, even if, like I said, even if you're into like crystals and spirit and whatever then that's your that's your work right like that is the work to heal it to transmute it so just a little side note on that but <laughs> um i guess this will be the end of the section and i don't know what today's episode will be about but um i'll try to keep it short since this one is already like 27 minutes long so thank you for listening Okay, so today's episode will be about the law of attraction and how I've gotten to know it over this past, I think, year or two and how it really has changed my experience a lot. So, and just like different techniques. And of course, I'm mostly going to be speaking about Abraham Hicks' um, teachings, who is... Uh, being channeled by Esther Hicks. Uh, she's the channeler. But um, these are beings, I think it's six of them, <clears throat> uh, beings that are speaking through her. And they're just, their goal is for humans to <clears throat> to really understand the, the law of cause and effect. And 
you know, how it really does work and how your thoughts, your, I don't know, they just get really detailed and they really do kind of make you catch yourself when you're practicing these things, right? And I think it goes hand in hand with what we were speaking of in the first segment about correcting your thoughts, right? And and how Abraham Hicks goes about it is they talk about I mean, they, they do talk about things that are of this world, like money and cars. And I've mentioned them before in the last episode. But um, but they do talk about things. If you just apply their teachings to a spiritual component, to a spiritual goal, then their teachings are very helpful, right? I mean, they're still helpful in the material sense and because there's nothing wrong with having money and cars and looks and whatever else people want, um, we want, right? Um, it's just that if you do apply it to spirituality, to correct your thoughts, to bring about more peace in your life, to bring about more, um, you know, happiness and joy and all these positive emotions, then, and sometimes that might come through, you know, manifesting money right it's it's okay if that's so right it just you just have to realize that it's not about and they do say this it's not about the manifestation it's not about the money it's not about the car in your garage it's not about the house it's not about the lover it's not about any of these things it's about the creation of them right the satisfaction that you're feeling every moment and if you are feeling this this satisfaction satisfaction every moment, if you're feeling happy and joyous and carefree and you feel like things are flowing and you go from one happy moment to the next and it just keeps coming and coming and coming, right? Because it it's like how we were talking about the vicious cycle, but this one you're trying to get into the, the I mean, she calls it, they call it the vortex, um, the vortex of creation. But you want to get in the, oh, they call it the, spinning discs too right they you want to get into the positive spinning disc right the upward spiral the um, you know like if money's coming then keep it coming right and it's not about the money like i said it's about because if you and then they i love how they explain this how they explain that if you you're thinking like oh i want to manifest money because i don't have enough Right. And then you just keep thinking that I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I want to manifest. I want to manifest. I want to manifest. You're not really manifesting more money. You're just manifesting more of the state of mind in which you find yourself at in that moment. So what you want to do and what they explain is that you want to ask because you might feel this right like you might feel oh i don't have enough money i wish i had i don't know five hundred dollars more a month so i could splurge on whatever it is you want to splurge on um or savings i want to have savings right or i want to have good credit or i want to have and i'm just using money because it's something that we can all relate to um and and okay, so if you find yourself thinking these thoughts, right? Oh, I don't have enough money, right? Which is normal. And they say that that's okay. That's perfectly fine because you're always going to be evolving. Like there's always going to be more. There's always going to be more. And this goes in line with, um, again, if you apply it to the spirituality of The Course in Miracles, it's never, and they say it's never done. It's never ending, right? And that's the infinity of 
Christ, right, of God, that it, you're always going to be making more of yourself, not of the material sense, but of the spiritual sense, right? Like you're going to create creations that are in line with, with, with God, with the universe, with the all, because that's how you extend. And this is how the Course explains it, right? Um, you extend yourself. You are going to bring forth all of this love, all of this knowledge, all of this understanding, and you're going to create creations that are in line with that and that's why it says that's why the course says that we're not we're in an illusion because we're not we have blocked ourselves from this how we were created we were created as you know loving all-encompassing we were created and we are a part of god right and it seems to us that we're not that we're separated as of right now in this planet, right? And we want to go back to the original creation so we can create like the creator because we are creator beings, right? And whatever it is that we... So, I mean, the Course does make the different, the different um, you know, category from creating within the illusion, which is not called creation, it's called uh, making, Right, like they call it the ego makes things and the ego doesn't the ego doesn't love what it makes. So it's gonna there's this unconscious guilt and I already segued into the Course in Miracles, but <laughs> that's fine, I'll get back to the law of attraction. Um right, the ego doesn't create things in love. It only makes them and it only makes them with the purpose of using them to further its gains. And part of that would be the body, which a lot of us have negative thoughts about, or we're always like criticizing it. We're always um, comparing it, right? Like we're 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 not in love with our body, and it's one of the tools that the ego uses to keep us separated. Anyway back to <laughs> um the law of attraction so what we want to do instead of thinking keep thinking right like i said it's okay to think that oh i don't have enough money right but you don't want to keep yourself in that state you don't want to keep yourself in in thinking i don't have enough money i don't have enough money what you want to do is be able to acknowledge it and then say okay i don't have enough money i want more money so i've already asked for it and then no I know that more coming is more money is coming because it's it's a law. It's a law. It's the law of attraction, right? If I ask for it, it has to come. The only way it can come though is if I keep myself in the vibration of that satisfaction, right? So I'm gonna keep myself and again using positive writing, um, meditation. They and I use it. I use these tools that they that they teach um, on myself and I share them with the clients at the clinic and they actually work very well in mental health because what you're doing is first of all with the meditation you're trying to slow down your thoughts like you're trying to slow them down so much that you're able to introduce 
positive thoughts after you've slowed them down. So if you're over here thinking negative and you're just on that vicious cycle on and on and on and on, and then you try to think a positive thought, it's just going to bounce right off, right? You're not going to believe it. You're not going to accept it because it's not a match to where you're at. So what you want to do with the meditation is be able to slow down your thoughts, your emotions, your whatever state negative state that you're in, you want to try to diminish it as much as possible and then begin with the positive writing, right? Just write about anything and everything that reminds you of positivity, of joy, of, you know, write about something in the past that happens, write about something that you're, that is going to happen in the future that you're really looking forward to. Um, just write about anything that brings you happiness, um, state of, uh, state of being, uh, say, you know, emotional states, say, I don't know, I'm looking at <laughs> this crystal that I bought and I have it here in my room and it's just so pretty and I don't know. I love looking at it. <laughs> so even just like any little thing that can bring you joy or that can bring you or that maybe is a representation of beauty to you or, or is a representation of wealth, whatever is going to remind you of that state of being that you want to be in, then write about that. Right. It could be about anything. And this is how they say that you get into the vortex. So it's just a practice. Right. And the more you practice it, the more you practice it, um, the easier it will be to get into it. So I, I think they talk about this, too, how you, you, you don't even have to get completely into the vortex. You just want to spin all these things enough that it's going to pull you in by itself. So it's not about like reaching this perfect, you know, joyous person all the time. Right. Like you just want to start start it off, start it off, start it off. Um, the more you do it, it's like, it's going to be reflected back to you. So, and it, it's going to be reflected back to you and people, you know, they even say like people, different people will drive next to you on the freeway. Right. I don't know if you, maybe you're always thinking, ah, the stupid people that don't know how to drive. So then what do you see on the road? Stupid people that don't know how to drive. Right. Um, so it's it's about catching yourself and the thoughts and the beliefs that you have, right? And they explain how a uh, belief is just a thought that you keep thinking. So that's how we change our beliefs, right? If we believe that people are stupid and they don't know how to drive and we just believe it so much because that's what we've kept thinking for so long, then that's what we're going to see all the time. Right. And then this gets into the I mean, this gets to the point where you can literally change. And I don't know, I always try to go as far out as I can um, where you can actually be living in the same. Right. Like planet. Let's just go to that level. You can be living in the same planet, but you can be living in such a different frequency from other people on this planet that you will never run into them you will never have their experience right like you can be living in paradise here and which is something else that the course in miracles touches on that you know you want to bring the kingdom of heaven to you right and this is just a super practical super um easy way to do that and it doesn't go into uh, much into philosophy or, or anything like that. It explains a little bit about the law, right? That it is so. And just a little more on how it is done, like how it's as soon as you think it, 
it's it's already coming towards you, right? And sometimes we feel like, oh, I've been working on this for a while and nothing's coming. So then I switch to something else, right? Maybe you're looking for the perfect job or the perfect career of your choice. Whatever it is that you're trying to manifest that you're working on, you kind of, oh, and they have this perfect analogy about um, planting a seed in the ground, right? And it says like the farmer doesn't go around planting the seed and then gets angry that it's not turning into a plant within an hour and then digs it up and eats it right so it's a process and it's a process that you have to let you have to nurture it with your thoughts you have to nurture it with your energy with your frequency you kind of have to mother it a little bit right and just keep doing it keep doing it. because it has to come that it it it's a law and i think that's the hardest thing that i mean that was the hardest it took me what like two years now until i finally got it <laughs> that it is coming it has to come it's not about you know, and maybe that's a belief that we have to change, right? Like that's the belief that I have to, that I don't believe that it's coming. So then it doesn't come, right? So then you kind of have to go in there and really know yourself. Like the, you really have to get to know yourself and how you are manifesting. All right, hold on. Let me get my my charger because my computer is dying okay um anyway so is i mean if you really you know some people criticize abraham hicks because they are you know focused on material things and they don't really call it spirituality but if you just apply these lessons and these techniques to your spiritual practice, they can be very beneficial. And I mean, I can say that they've worked for me very well. Um, you know, when I was trying to get a job, <clears throat> this was like the craziest one because I had just started doing it. And uh, I was, I just started doing like the positive writing about everything that I wanted in my new job because I had quit my job like six seven months before that so i just started doing it i was like okay it's time to find a job um and i just started writing about you know i want people to be understanding of spiritual beliefs of my spiritual beliefs of my spiritual concepts of you know i want everybody to get along just a good atmosphere blah blah, blah. i just went on and on and i forgot about that one i just kind of did it and you know i have this little um journal thing that i write in the uh, it's just for that type of writing like positive writing or manifestation writing whatever you want to call it um anyway and once i got the my job i found out that my coworkers are all into like of course they're miracles they're into like light code um healings one of them is really into light codes they're all into meditation they're all into like these awesome I don't know, things that I like, and that was such a cool experience. And after a few months, I was already at the job for a few months, and I went back and I read that one, and I kind of went like, what the heck? Like, this is exactly what happened. I don't know, it was just like a good little surprise. So, because I had forgotten about that one, uh, about that writing. So, I don't know, you can try it out and experiment with it and just kind of test it out and see how you what things you can make manifest right um 
and I'm probably not going to stop talking about the law of attraction. So I'll find a way to incorporate it into everything. But and they actually even mention it in this book, the, the one being, um, they talk about it that that is one of the things that humans need to understand because it is our thoughts that create it is our emotions that create right and even emotions even more so than thoughts i think it says that it begins with thoughts but our our you know powerhouse here as humans would be our emotions that that is something that no other being can do in the universe like it it was it came down to being distorted and we were able to experience all of these emotions that other beings can't because they're too analytical they're too um you know everything's okay which is kind of how we want to do right but if we're here and we're in these bodies then we can use our emotions for the better right like we can experience love we can experience you know, all these like joy, happiness, even the negative ones, right? But we're trying to move away from those. So, you know, just practicing them every day, every day, tell yourself like, what am I grateful for? What, you know, what brings joy into my life? What focus on the things that you want to expand, you know, that you want to expand within yourself and expand in your experience right so we have we have two kind of they're both you can use the law of attraction for both like the physical your physical reality and then your internal reality right and it's something that you want to you know and i tell the kids at the clinic all the time right like it's something that this is for you like it's not for anybody else like you're gonna you are the creator of your experience and as soon as you realize that everything that you do affects you and everything that you think affects you and whatever it is that you're doing you're gonna get more of then you really start to understand how important it is to stay to stay where you in the things that you want to bring more of Right. Even if we're having a bad day, just say, "Okay, I'm having a bad day. I accept this. I love it. I'm going to transmute it. I'm going to work on it until it's gone and then it's gone. Right. And then I'm going to start doing my positive work again. Positive. So it's not about ignoring the negative. Right. Like how I kind of mentioned in the previous segment, it's not about ignoring it or being you know, like, oh, I don't, I don't want that. I'm not going to expand it, which is something that Abraham doesn't really talk about. Um, they say that, you know, just focus on the positive, which makes sense. I, I understand why they do that because they're appealing to the masses, really. They're appealing to as many people as they can. And guess what? If you start talking about negativity, people are not going to like that, right? They want the cars, they want the money they want. So, and, and simply by, and, you know, I think this is, kind of something that they should address because as soon as you start doing the positive work and you're just pulling yourself up vibrationally and you start being very a positive being then all of the negative things that you're carrying that are no longer a match to you guess what they're going to come up to the surface and you're going to have to deal with them and you know i think 
I mean, I don't want to say it's irresponsible of them, but it is something that should be addressed because a lot of these things, they're very heavy things that people don't want to look at. And then you're going to start doing all this positive, 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 and you're going to bring up your vibrations so much again that these things are just going to come at you and you know, it's good to be prepared for that too. So that's good. And that's, you know, something that, that, like I said, it's, that is a true spirituality, right? That is bringing yourself, raising your vibration, and then looking at all the negativity, incorporating it, loving it, uh, accepting it, and transmuting it, and moving on, right? Then once that's gone, you can keep doing positive, 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 and then until the next thing comes up, right? And a lot of these things are probably going to come out of nowhere for all of us because we're not going to be expecting them, especially if things are going very well. And then, you know, and that's something that they always ask Abraham, like, how can how can I have, you know, how can I have manifested this if I've been doing all my positive work and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they, they do say, right, that if it's it's impossible for something to manifest in your life, if it hadn't if it wasn't an active component in your life, right? So a lot of, and from what, from that, I got that it's, it's not, it's not that these, you know, it comes to us as a surprise because we're not very aware of how we're really feeling. And it's something that it's bothering us. It's there. We can feel it, but we choose not to. So this is where the unconsciousness part of our mind comes in, right? It's not that it's unconscious, it's conscious, it's just that we choose not to pay attention to it. Um, so it's different, right? If it's un- if it's unconscious, and that's wh- that's something that they explain. If it's unconscious, it it's not powerful enough to manifest something into your life. So if it's something negative is manifesting in, in your life, it's because it's conscious enough that it's producing effects, right? Like that's the cause. That emotion, that feeling, that thought is is the cause that is producing the effect of something negative happening in your life and if it's a surprise to you is because you haven't been wanting to pay attention to it you haven't been wanting to acknowledge that those feelings are there and they are affecting you you just choose not to pay attention to them so it's different right it's not that that is the unconscious it's more that you are choosing not to address them Right. And sometimes they're there nagging us, nagging us, nagging us. And we're like, nope, we don't want to listen to them. We don't want to listen to them. We push them aside. We push them aside until they blow up. And, you know, you're going to have to deal with them eventually. So might as well just start doing the work now. <laughs> um, anyway, but um yeah try try doing these techniques try doing the meditation and the writing even if it's like five minutes a day 10 minutes a day or whenever you have time i don't even i don't do it daily but i try to at least practice it with my client clients every day so i get some practice of it um i should really be doing like 15 at least 15 minutes of meditation and like even five ten minutes of positive writing and I noticed that as soon as I start doing it, like within two or three days, I'm in a much better mood. I can deal with things better. I can, um, I don't know, I just start, start enjoying things a lot. I just start, 
I don't know. I, I get in a good mood. So it's a good practice to have. And it's, it's something that is, you know, that you can, that I've been able to incorporate into my spiritual practice. And, you know, maybe we can talk about the law of attraction a little bit more in different, in more of like a spiritual sense um, on a different episode. But this is just kind of like a quick little overview of you know, the teachings of Abraham Hicks. If you haven't um, listened to them, they're on YouTube. I just listened to them on YouTube. They have books too. I think it's called um, The Vortex. One of them is called The Vortex. They, they have a few books. And it's just like question answer format. Um, but they, I don't know, they do a really good job of explaining it. As opposed to The Secret, I don't know if anybody read those books i read them and i didn't really get anything from it um it was very i don't know at least for me they didn't really explain it that well or maybe i didn't get it i don't know but i read that book and i don't know i felt like it was missing something and that's kind of why i didn't really listen to abraham hicks until much later because i thought it was going to be the same thing like oh the law of attraction i just heard the law of attraction and it was just like oh that's stupid like you know, that doesn't really work, or, I don't know, I just had, um, I don't know, after reading The Secret, I was just kind of over it, I'm like, this is stupid, it, it doesn't work, um, but then I started listening to Abraham Hicks, and I had known about them for a while, like years, until finally I decided to listen to one of their videos, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cool, like, I, it makes sense, like, they explain everything, they explain, like, why it works, how it works and what you need to do, right? Like, um, and you just kind of see it as this, like you start seeing everything vibrationally, right? Like I'm a vibration, I'm putting out a vibration and that vibration is going to attract more vibrations like it. Um, whether that, and it's really not about the manifestation, the end result, that's, those are the things they're going to keep coming, right? If you keep your vibration high if you keep your frequency at the frequency of always having money of always being happy of always right like you're just going to be attracting more and more and more and more and more of it right and again with a few minor setbacks <laughs> with things that we haven't healed yet that aren't at that vibrational um they're not you know they can't fit into that vibration so you're going to start expelling them expelling them out and you know you're going to have to be doing the spiritual work there too, but that's good. You get both, right? Like you get, um, you get, you get to experience the positive and it's kind of a, a quick way to get to the negative stuff, right? If you don't want to go in deep and do all this like soul searching, you can just start doing the positive and they're going to come up by themselves. So Again, just the I was I'm gonna keep this one short because the other one went a little bit long too. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, I will be trying to get my shop um, silversoulcrystals.com up and running. I will be offering um, tarot card readings there, uh, light frequency therapy um, at a distance. Uh, for that, I just need like your name and that you accept that I can do the light coat therapy on you. Um, 
what else? And a few jewelry pieces and things like that, crystals. So I will try to get that up as soon as possible. It's already done. I just have to, whatever. Um, I'll just hopefully within the next few weeks it will be up again. Um, and thank you for listening. And I'll see you or... I guess (laughs) you'll listen to me next week. Uh, Thank you so much.